0: Welcome to the 3P, the Piper's Pit podcast. Uh, With me, as always, is Jay. Actually, not as always, but welcome, Jay. Yeah, glad to be here. And uh, also, replacing Ben because he couldn't make the show tonight, and I couldn't make the show tomorrow, so unfortunately, since I run this thing, uh, Ben's out. He's really dedicated, actually, Jay, to the show. I don't know that Ben's ever missed because he he didn't plan yeah he didn't we didn't plan this we didn't plan to do the show on a tuesday night it was kind of a last minute thing and so um uh, i've got too many thanksgivings uh in the evening tomorrow to be able to do it tomorrow but uh so to replace him jay uh i think we did just as well as having been on the show we've got sam welcome hey. sam hey guys hey do you guys? see i always thought it was uh hey (laughs) and then you did everything else in lowercase lowercase letters and so it's like you're whispering do you guys yeah Yeah." hey
1: that's an
0: exciting your your hey is in all caps with an exclamation point sam that's why it's so tricky
2: (laughs) well it's because of the loss last night that's why i'm whispering it it's not more it's not as exciting anymore to me yeah that was a
0: rough loss uh you said you played Matt in the other league. Did you lose to him over there too?
2: I did. Barely barely. One. Yeah, well, I didn't know that Diggs was not hurt and then he apparently decided he came back and I had played Lockett and I couldn't put anybody I couldn't put Diggs in his place, so I would have crushed Matt Just if that moved wasn't the too case. Late. Hmm. Yeah. Well,
0: it's good to have you on the so, on the show, Sam. Um, you know, I couldn't help but notice this year that uh, just looking at the league and, and the way things are going, uh, you and Ben are a lot of fun on the message boards, I have to say.
2: Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Oh, I thoroughly enjoy it. I love being in this one. It's, I think this podcast, I, I
0: appreciate people listening. We had, uh, I think, 16 listens this week, and so – uh, that's about what we're averaging out of ten people in our league, so I say we're doing pretty good there. Um, but uh, looking at looking at these records, Ben. Just so you know, just prepare a little ammo for next week because right now you're four and seven, and uh, Sam is at five and six. So um, checking those records, keeping everybody straight here tonight. Jay, anything you want to say before we get into the recap? No, I'm ready to go.
1: I'm excited.
0: All right, let's look at the first one, and uh, I've got you leading off this one, Jay. You went in to play the Knox Villains this week and nearly outscored him by 100 points. Uh, we all went with you, me, uh, you, and Ben all went with the night, man. It was 150 to 58. This was our crossover game. Uh, anything you want to say about this one?
1: Nah, I mean, Chris is terrible. He knows it. He's, uh, you know. It is what it is. I, I got a lot more points out of Gerald Everett, who I picked up off the waiver wire. Um, listen, some of you guys got open bench spots, and Gerald Everett was just out there floating around. It's insane. I, or y'all, I just don't know what you're trying to do. But glad to pick him up, glad to play him, and I'm going to hold on to him because, I mean, he plays for the Los Angeles Rams, so I'm keeping him. Yeah, and, and that's –
0: Do you see Booger McFarlane hating on Jeff Fisher the other night, talking about how – uh you know, they drafted Goff in the first yeah. round, but then he was hating on him like he didn't think <laughs> Goff was going to be the quarterback, and that's why it never worked out there. Um, but was uh, was uh McVay not already helping with their offense at that point? Now I believe he came over
1: from um, Atlanta, I believe, but I could be wrong on that. This no, year? He... Okay. That first year he was not there in Los Angeles.
0: All right. Well, um, looking at uh, – that game last week, I'm trying to find it. That gummit, stinking flea flicker. I uh, got to get this stuff ready before we go. But 57.57 to 150.25, so almost outscoring by 100 points. And uh, if it had not been for Matt Ryan, then uh, you know Chris would have had a 40 point total. But uh, still not the worst of the week. As we get ready, Chris, uh, Chris's team. One, two, three—three three guys scoring less than two points. So yeah, it's it's not looking good. Vance McDonald was a pickup, was he not this year? He was, yeah. And so that's that was his uh, one of his highest scores of the week. Uh, we know he's rebuilding. Sam, anything you want to say here?
2: No, I just think that. Uh, what? So what do you think made them like? go to the – like, I know that they were going to pass last night, but, like, why do you think that they only started focusing on, like, airing it out to every single person? Like, as far as, like, Jared Goff, like, getting Gerald Everett, like, what made you, like, pick him off the waiver wire? That's what I want to know, Jay. Well, part of it
1: is, I think – I mean, Gerald Everett was a second-round draft pick when he originally came out. It takes the average tight end – two to three years to become efficient in the league. And I think as far as why I picked him up, I just needed a tight end that I thought was going to play. I knew Gerald Everett was going to play. I knew he had a chance to do well because you want guys – in fantasy, you want guys that are in good offenses. Mm-hmm. And as far as why the Rams threw it, I think Sean McVay is – he doesn't – he's got Todd Gurley and he'll use him as much as he can. But at the end of the day, he's going he's gonna to win on – out scheming the other guy, kind of like Belichick's always done. And that second touchdown he got, they had a safety on top of Everett, and that's what he wanted. He got what he wanted. You know, Goff dropped back, looked nowhere else, and just threw it to Everett down the sideline, and they got the. You know, he made the play. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Did y'all watch? Did y'all watch the post game with? Uh, yeah, with Vey? no,
0: they were talking about. I watched some of it, and he was talking about how he could recall just everything that happened.
2: Uh, (laughs) every single thing. It was crazy. Uh, That's he like replayed the whole game and like the whole conversation. It was, it was nuts. And there was a lot
0: that went on in that game. Um, Mm -hmm. No, Jay makes a good point. You know, you're sitting here watching a young quarterback and Goff's not just new to the league, but he's, he's pretty new. He's pretty young. Uh, But Kansas city tried to disguise that play as cover two. And then that safety rolled down and that safety went to the middle. And, uh, I think that's what he saw. I think you saw that backside safety pull over to the middle of the field, and that guy's got to work a long way to help on that sideline, and that was definitely your mismatch there. But as that takes some practice, I mean, that's that's something that you're trying to do in the pros with, with those guys coming at you 100 miles an hour on that defensive line. But, uh, yeah, it, it looked good. You know, it's a high-powered offense, and that's kind of my notes here. Uh, Jay, you got, you've got a lot of guys that play for – probably the three top offenses in the league. And so it's going to be, even if New Orleans doesn't perform, there's a chance you can get uh, several points out of some of these other guys. Um, that's, that's That could be just outrageous. But uh, a good matchup. I think we knew where this one was going. But going to the next one, we've got uh, my ball, Zach Ertz, at 103. And he was picked by all three of us. played Aldrich. Show me your TDs. I do want to point out that Chris did pick Aldrich last week, and Aldrich scored 37 points, guys. 37 points.
1: <laughs> That's so bad.
0: <laughs> I mean, how do you score 37 points? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, to me, you can put your worst lineup in. Unless your kid scored
1: thirty-seven points, he's I mean, got he wild. got ten points from O.J. Howard. So that means seven guys scored twenty points.
0: Yeah, everybody else on his team had less than eight points. Um, in fact, most of them had less than five points, which is just I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. I mean, obviously he had no touchdowns scored on his team, which always a kicker, but in this case was definitely not. Um, You know, I think all Campbell's team had to do was go by stats alone and and could have won this, even though Campbell didn't have a great week. He did not have – I mean, you look at some of those players he was expecting, his receivers were pretty pitiful. Uh, If it had not been for Jordan Reed, uh, he would have not really scored any points in the passing game, uh, catching game anyway. But, uh, Jay, your opinion on this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Campbell probably deserved uh, an easy win. I think he's scored a lot of points this year, and not, not his record doesn't reflect that. So, good on him for getting a, a cheap win. And, uh, yeah, I can't believe that uh, Audric only scored 30-something points. That's
0: insane. I wish I would have looked into it just to see how many teams had a player that would have beat Audric this week. So I we may go back and look at that for the the week, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was a rough one. Uh, so moving on, we know Audric's in a rebuild. He's got a lot of draft picks, so hopefully those will pay off. Um, you know, Cohen could could start seeing better playing time, but Carson Wentz, two point four points at New Orleans. I mean, that's crazy. That's that I would not have expected that for sure. Yeah. Um, so, moving on, we had the Valls versus the offensive material. Uh, ben and Chris and Jay all picked the Valls and uh, Nathan picked offensive material. And big win for me this week. Um, big, big win over the Vols. Uh, that puts me at five and six now. I'm in there with Sam. I'm in there with uh, – I'll be honest. Looking at schedules, I definitely like my schedule better than Matt. I definitely like Matt's team better than mine. But um, it's going to come down to that last week if things play out like you would think they play out. So, Jay, any comment on this matchup? Uh,
1: a huge win for you. I uh, I thought going into that game, and if you would have said, you know, the score was going to be uh, over 100 combined for the Rams and Chiefs, I definitely thought Todd Gurley would, would have had 30, 40 points. So, yeah. Um, Good, good for you that he didn't, and a big win. I mean, that huge, uh, that huge pass to uh, Robert Woods down in the middle of the field late in the game, um, kind of sealed it for you. That was big. So yeah, yeah.
0: Watching that game, it just blew my mind. And, and I know maybe they just thought, hey, football needs something. So Kansas City, LA, we want you to go out there and we want you to put on the best show. Don't ever run the ball. Fans love to see you pass. Just throw a thousand passes and make this the greatest game that's ever been played, and they pretty much did. Uh, it, it blew yeah. my mind when there was a minute and fifty something seconds left, and I'm sitting there thinking, "Hey, here comes Gurley, thirty yards, and that that extra bonus, and I could be in trouble here. We're looking at a really close game, and uh, <laughs> next play they threw it to Woods." I mean you're talking about running the clock off and then throw the ball to Woods in that one. So uh pretty wild, pretty wild one. Sam, what do you think about this matchup here?
2: Well, I was I was worried because of uh I was worried because of Fitzpatrick. I just feel like that's just like you said, it's just so like I don't even know what they're doing in Tampa. It's just like uh we're gonna play Jameis this week, we're gonna play Ryan. Like obviously he didn't play well but as soon as I saw that he scored, like, 9.7, I was like, oh, man. Cause, but it was just crazy because I felt like Gurley would have got way more, like, like touches and yards and maybe even two, three TDs. But, I mean, they just didn't – they just decided to, like you said, just pass it all night. And, I mean, like I was saying last night on that message board, I was watching that game just, like – It was awesome. It was awesome to watch. I
0: I think what happens in Tampa is they they watch Fitzpatrick, and he starts to do just a little bit bad, and they think, man, we're paying this guy over here watching this game a whole lot of money. He's the one that needs to be out there. And so they decide to get him out there. But here's what blows my mind about this whole situation. Fitzpatrick, on average, before this 9.75 game, on average was the 29 points per game, which was the third highest quarterback in the league. and I honestly you know I threw him in as a ceiling play. I know with Big Ron you got to play that ceiling because he can score a whole lot of points and that's why he was in um, or a big reason why he was in. Uh, I'm going with Mayfield this next week. we'll talk about that later uh, but uh, hey the guys that I I was hoping would produce a little bit didn't I had more show up with 28.2 points that's promising for a young receiver in his first year. Um, and, you know, Big Ron, just that girly, just didn't score like he usually does. And and that was all the difference here. So, uh, exciting game for me. I'm excited. We'll talk about playoffs here in a minute. All right, the next one we got, we have uh, losing to Jay since 83 versus the Yeti Hunters. And, Jay, I don't, I don't care how many times you think Kit's going to lose and you think somebody's not going to perform, he just uh, finds a way to get points out of these guys. And so, comments on this one?
1: Yeah, I will say at least he won one. Like, he came out and, um, you know, actually did what he needed to do, got the points he needed to get, and came away with the victory. I feel like so often he's, you know, he's not that that high up in the points scored for the year. And so, I was glad to see that he actually had to go out and win one. So, now, anything going on in this one that surprised you no honestly I thought ben was gonna win I keep I keep saying that kit's gonna blow it and he's gonna be out of it but then every freaking week he comes back and he keeps winning so
0: well he's officially in now looking at the yeah, website he is he is there he's in the playoffs we've got three
1: teams set so yeah so he's in i i hope I get to play him first week um <laughs> to be honest with you I think he's gonna have the worst team because I if I, I mean, I would bet on Campbell or Matt getting in, and I think both of them are better than Kit's team. So, um, we'll see what happens.
0: Hey, that hurts my feelings. But
1: uh, looking at this game, you know, you had Collins
0: and Howard who didn't perform with the squad. When I was sitting there watching Howard perform on that Sunday night game, I thought, Ben's going to have a chance at this. Um, whereas earlier in the day, I thought, it's a long shot because Kit still has Kelsey left. And sure enough, freaking Kelsey come out, He dropped several passes in that game that he could have caught to have even more yardage and more receptions and score probably in the 30s if he would have have caught those. Uh, But they target him like crazy in that game. And uh, I don't know. I I really feel like the NFL wanted to to throw some hype out there, and and that's kind of what was going on in that one that we saw. Drew Brees, another big day, 363 yards, four passing touchdowns. And then Kareem Hunt. Uh, they just didn't use running backs in that big, big scoring game. It's pretty wild to see. Uh, uh, it was like you were watching the new NFL.
1: There was a um, there was one, point, though, one in that game where Kareem Hunt had caught. Um, basically, they were tied. And I thought if they ever got to that point where Kareem Hunt could catch Travis Kelsey, he'd run away with it. And he just – he couldn't. I mean, obviously, Kelsey just scored way too many points, so – Yeah, I think I put on the message board. I was watching uh,
0: Hunt bounce around after one of the plays, and he looked exhausted. He looked stiff as a board. Um, He he didn't catch the pass, but it was a terrible throw. But um, I thought he looked a little bit winded toward the end of that thing. Sam, what was he going to say?
2: Oh, well, I mean, there there was that one where Pat was running to the side and, like, Kareem tried to turn and run into the end zone. I thought that was going to be, like, his second TD. Was that not – didn't that happen?
1: I feel like I felt like he uh,
2: was, yeah. I feel like it was like right. It was right before it was right before um, that pass that was almost to Kelsey. Like went he tried to reach for it, and then it went to uh, yeah. Conway can't I who that was? Right. But, it was
1: right before
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I I don't I don't know. Like I I feel like I know that Ben like rags on my team all the time, but. I'm not. I was kinda I was kinda pulling for him because I mean it's it, it would have been a good win for him and it would I don't think it would have really affected Kit. Kit would have still
0: been in the driver's seat for I the playoffs, know. but it would it Kit's team is still yeah. <laughs> I still feel it's a little shaky, but he keeps winning. Uh I put in my notes that this game watching this game, Ben and uh Kit here, I put it was a game that was as exciting as the game we were watching on Monday night. I mean, you were sitting there watching those points go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Um, Of course, same thing with mine. I was sitting there, I was nervous on every single play because that thing was so tight into that Monday night game. And so it it made for an exciting week, this Monday night game, with so many having so many on each of those teams. So uh, anything to finish this up here, Jay, before we move on to the last one?
1: No, we can head on to the next one. All
0: right. We had 111 points for, hey, you guys like him. And he is now sitting at five and six. And Sam, nobody picked you this week. It happened last week, and you won. Uh, but this week,
2: and the week, and the week before, and the week before that, and
0: the week before.
2: I mean, it's, it's like
0: I pick you. One oh gosh! At least I, I would
1: say I'm probably. If
2: we yeah go once or once the, or the,
0: twice choosing, I would I would probably say I probably pick you the most,
1: Sam uh, and. I- I've been. I was saying from the very beginning. I thought you had a chance. That some things fell right, and I think you did. You know, you got Philip Lindsey was a huge get for you. So you had a few things there. Leonard Fournette missing some time. Yeldon had a good year. So, yeah, it's been a good year for you for sure. Right.
0: I, I think we just. Yeah, I the king of the backup <laughs> running back. Yeah, I think we just saw the potential in Matt's lineup, um, especially with his matchup matchups this week. Um, I mean, who knew though that this game was going to be like, like Matt said, he had 85 oh. points going into this game and ended at 173. So that dude fell asleep on the couch at six o'clock and then he woke up in the third or fourth quarter and thought, holy cow, what has happened here? What have I missed? Um, but go
2: ahead, Sam. Well, I mean, I was, I was talking to him and I was like, there's no way that you, I was telling Jay this earlier. Um, there's no way that you can't think that he wasn't going to just destroy me because, I mean, he had Patton Hill coming up, and it was just like – I mean, Cheetah is so fast. He's so fast. When he did that one – when they had that one pass that was just like – what was it, like 42, 43 yards down the field and caught him like in stride running into touchdown, I was like, it's over. It's over for me, so – I mean, but I mean, I never would have picked myself going into this game, and I told Matt that earlier in the week. I was just hoping I could beat him in our other league, but that didn't happen. Yeah, no, either. that's exactly right. You,
0: you just never know. I mean, really and truly, at the end of the day, but you have an idea. I mean, you, and you play the you play the percentages. And looking at the picks, that'll wrap that up. So looking at the picks from the uh, previous week, Flea Flicker got four. Ben had three. Jay had three and Nathan with the big pick of himself against the Vols gets four this week. So that's going to put our totals at 38, Jay at 30, Ben at 38, Jay at 35 and minus a week and myself at 40. And I do want to say that Chris, uh, on his picks got one correct this week. So we'll, We'll put his total at one. So, uh, it, it brought up – we were talking about schedules and Ben brought up a good point about about mine being a little weak. And I, I do agree, mine is a little weak this year. And so, what we've got to understand is that there is a crossover match of each person in the league that you have to play twice because of those 14 weeks. If Is it 14 weeks for the season? 14 13? weeks. Correct. Right. So, you have to play one twice. So, call it a rivalry matchup, I guess, if, if you want to. Um, it's not your division, but I wrote these down and we'll go over them next week when Ben's on the show. But I think it will be neat to kind of look at, at those and how they might affect the league. Uh, all right, moving on. We're going to move on into the matchups and Sam, I've got you, I've got your matchup with the Knox villains here first and, uh, looking a little bit favorable for you. And I know guys, this is, this is early. We weren't expecting to do it on Tuesday. And I know it's a little bit more difficult here to, uh, to know exactly what's going on because we don't have all the, the flea flicker information. But right now, Sam's favored at 108, and Chris is at 82-and-a-half. And let's look and see if we got any buys. I'm not seeing any, so maybe Chris will is.
1: have. Chris will have Sony Michelle playing as long as he's healthy over Buck Allen, who's predicted to score two points. And
0: so, so that's probably going to tighten it up to about 100 to 108. Uh so that that would be a big play for Chris because Allen Alan, <laughs> Allen's predicted to have two point five points. That's pretty pitiful. All
1: right, but Jay, uh you wanna make a pick on this one? Or what do you yeah, think about this Sam, match? I think uh Sam can get right back in the playoff hunt this week, get him a win here, get back to five hundred and I think I mean I I'd bet the farm that he was gonna win. So yeah.
0: All right, I'm also gonna go with Sam here. Um I think Sam has a solid team, especially in those receivers. You know, if, if Fitzgerald would do anything this year, about all he can do is catch touchdowns. I think we mentioned that last week, but um, there there is there is a lot of potential and a lot of points in those guys. Uh, but Sam, you've been going with Trubisky a lot lately instead of your boy Deshaun Watson. What's your reasoning there?
2: I don't know. I mean, Deshaun's like inconsistent. Every once in a while. Then I don't know. It, it seems like I'm like, like that one week that I put him on the bench and he scored 37 points. And like, I know Ben got a real good laugh out of that, but I was just like, my gosh, like, I feel like every time I switch them back and forth, they just uh, prove me wrong every time. So, I mean, I, I don't, I know that I have like, I have probably about, other than like, I feel like Philip Lindsay is probably a really good running back in the future and, you know, going to work out well for the Broncos. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, the other day I was thinking, like, Naeem Hines would get a lot because they started going up so high on Tennessee that they'd start just feeding him the ball instead of – like, I just – I don't know. But I will I will say that I'm going to pick myself. All right, we'll throw <laughs> you in there. Chris. Sam is picking. <laughs>
0: Uh, Hey, you guys like him. And then we'll get Ben's pick later, and we'll talk about them next week. Um, But looking at these matchups, uh, you got to like Matt Ryan at New Orleans. I mean, anytime quarterbacks going to New Orleans, they usually have a pretty big day. But he's already predicted to score 27 points. That's his projection. So that's pretty high anyway. Um, He could score a little higher, but I I just – it would be tough. It would be tough. And one one good thing to note, there are a lot of Thursday night games, and we'll talk about those at the end of the matchups. But uh, this is our crossover game of the week. If Sam wins, that will help out the uh, hot rod division at 14-9. I think the best this thing could finish is 14-11 to 11 in those divisions, thanks to that one week where we got swept. But, uh, yeah, as far as uh, Sam, your team this week, I – you got a lot of different guys. A lot. Julio Jones has has had a heck of a of an awakening, I guess you might say, and he's actually predicted to have twenty three yeah. this week. So
1: uh, he good. was already having an incredible year. Just get- added some touchdowns in, which has really pushed him over the top.
0: So. Right. Well, that's it. Receivers, you need them to score a touchdown yeah. with with you know if they're going to get seven catches and ninety
2: yards, and I mean that's. I don't know. We get well. Another thing in that. Did y'all watch? Did y'all watch that Dallas game? I, no, I didn't no. get to see that one. There was there was one play where Julio was like, um, it was way overthrown, and uh, he went ahead and like tackled the uh, the safety to like stop the interception. Like instead of just like giving up on the play, it was crazy. He just like tackled him and and caused him to fumble the interception but I don't know I just think that he I don't think like I just don't think Matt Ryan's that good as far as like moving into the future and that's the thing I don't know what Chris thinks he has I don't know if he thinks he has a
0: team that'll compete in two years if he does I'm fine with Matt Ryan as his quarterback I think he'll be all right Uh, but if he's thinking if we're looking at four or five years down the road I think he's in trouble uh, with Matt Ryan, he's going to have to figure out where he can get. Maybe Rosen will show up at some point.
2: Who knows? Well, I mean that's that's why I feel good about the two that I have. And but I mean, you know, I have to find somebody other than Eli as well. But I feel good with if whenever y'all move to that two quarterback system, I have Deshaun and Mitchell Trubisky. So it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Trubisky's just showing out yeah, this Chicago's year. Yeah, but... Chicago's playing. He's really showing. Chicago was
0: definitely overperforming what I think people were expecting this year. They're having a good season. All right, moving on to the next one. Uh, we've got uh, offensive material. Myself versus show me your TDs coming off of a big thirty-seven point week. Um, right now, I've got AJ Green in the lineup. I think he'll be in, but right now he's registered as out. They do have a projection for him this week, which is uh, beyond what they've been having. Uh, Aldrich does not have a tight end yet, and this one's predicted at 105.4 to 82.19. And I'll go ahead and start off by picking myself. Uh, I need to win the next two. I've got Aldrich and Chris to do it, and then Matt in that last game. So, Jay, I know you like Matt and Campbell as your favorites, but I don't know where I'm going to lose unless it's to Matt. Um, That's really his only opportunity to get in if things happen the way you would expect them to happen. So, I'm taking myself in this one. Jay, what do you got?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take you. Um, you know, you need A.J. Green to play. it, definitely a big help for your team. Audric though, doesn't have a tight end. He's going to have to find somebody off the waiver wire. O.J. Howard's out. Um, Hunter Henry's out. I mean, they're, they're not playing. And so um, – He's short of players, so he'll have to pick up somebody at him in there. So, you're not talking – you know, you're talking two or three points there. But um, – which is another reason it's crazy. A guy like Gerald Everett was just hanging out on the waiver wire. Um, but, yeah, I like your team um, in this one. It's great that D.J. Moore is coming along. I think you're right in playing Baker Mayfield. You can't trust either one of those Tampa Bay quarterbacks. So, good call and uh, good luck. Yeah, and and that's it. If
0: I were playing big run, I might go with Jameis Winston this week. Uh, But being that it's it's Audrey, it kind of makes more sense to go with somebody that's going to be a little more consistent, I would think. Yeah, going with the
1: higher floor, I think, is the better play.
0: uh, Sam, what do you think about this matchup here?
2: No, I think it's going to be offensive material, Nate. All right,
0: so that's uh, all three on that one. We'll see how Ben picks. Uh, moving on, next we've got the Vols and the Megagonites. Now this is a big game for Matt. If uh, if Matt were to lose this, he and I are sitting at even records. And so let's let's get let's think about where this is heading. We'll be sitting at even records with me having Chris next week and Matt having Campbell next week. Is that not right? I could be wrong. I may need to look at that. Let me look real quick. That will be now next
1: week, and we Ben
0: three. next week.
1: Matt has Ben, Campbell has the Yeti Hunters, and you have the Knox Villains. So you're right; you've got a lot better path to the playoffs. So, we'll so
0: see. we'll see how it plays off. If um, yeah, you, you know, I still think Campbell and Matt both have teams that can win against Ben and and Kit. Obviously, uh, but it, it does it does kind of favor me there. All right, so looking at it, though, we got the Vols and the Megagonites. Right now, this one's predicted at 127 for the Vols and 103 for the Megagonites. And then uh, right now, Matt has Davis in, and he does not have a projection. Other than that, uh, On Johnson's got a big D, a doubtful by his name. So, Big Ron, pay attention to that because that's a Thursday 1130 a.m. game. Um but, uh, Jay, what you, what you got here? Yeah,
1: I don't see any way that on Johnson's playing. I mean, they thought he tore his ACL, but he did not. So, he should be okay. But maybe he'll play this week. But considering how early that game is on Thursday, I, I doubt that he will. Um, Matt's in trouble, though. Obviously, he has um, his stars. His guys have been carrying his team, Mahomes and Tyree kill out. But he still has a good team, ton of wide receivers. He's short of running back. Um, he's got to start Mike Davis, which is never a good spot to be, But he's got to do it. But I will uh, – I'm going to take the Vols. So.
0: Right. The Vols are missing Gurley, so that's, that's a big deal for them as well. Uh, but looking at this matchup, I have to agree with you, Jay. Uh, I do like Matt's receivers. Every week Matt puts three good receivers, three solid receivers in the lineup. This week he's having to go with four receivers. But, I mean, they're all solid. They're all pretty – Pretty good points. If Landry gets in the end zone, he's a 20-point player. He just never gets in the end zone. Um, but looking at Matt's lineup, I just think that running back spot is going to get him. Uh, even though big Ron uh, Bereta, is he going to be playing? He's probably back, right?
1: I believe so, yeah.
0: All right. So he'll be able to throw him in there. And then, um, you, you know, that's that's not nearly the hurt that Matt's going to take from that position. And I think the Vols would already be favored a little bit. So, I think the Vols are going to win this one as well. Um, Sam, your opinion here? Um,
2: Well, I don't know. It's hard to go against Ronnie's team. But, I mean, he's – I don't know. I think if I was going to pick, you know, since probably the first time on the show, I'll I'll take the – I'll take Max' team. I'll take the Mega Gunites. These gunite. guys,
0: man, lifelong buds, sticking up for each other. I like it. All right, so uh, there you go. Me and me and Jay taking the balls, and Sam with the Mega Gunites. Sam, not a whole lot of pressure this week, as you just have to beat Chris's one. And I think you may have already done it in this first three games.
2: So, yeah, but I, as soon as I win again, if if I do win against Chris. I have to play. I have to play Ronnie as soon as I get done with Chris. So, I I think you have the easiest road. I don't Nate.
0: disagree. That is that is for sure. That is that is my saving grace right now. Even though my total points this season have not been great, I will say one thing about my team. I'm pretty consistent at scoring right around a certain amount, and I've never been way above it. I have been way below it once or twice, and I think that's a little bit of skew in my points. But, um, you know, looking at this matchup, I, I think it's going to be hard for Matt. He really needs this one, too, uh, because next week he'll have Ben, and Ben has a, has a solid team. And Matt does not need to lose both of those going into my matchup. I, I don't think he can get in losing both. I think Campbell will pass him. Um, all right, moving on into Jay since 83. My ball is at Ertz. so a big one for Cam Balls here. I'm not sure if Ben has an opportunity to make it. Jay, do you think Ben can get in at four and seven? I think he's already eliminated.
1: I think they've got uh, – oh, no, it still says he has a chance. No, I don't see any way he gets in because, you now the computer may not be computing it yet, but I think he's playing too many games against each other that's going to keep him out, so –
0: yeah, it, the, the schedule's wrong for him at this point. I think you're right. Um, but looking at this one, who do you like in this one?
1: I like my ball, Zach Ertz. Um, I think he's got a really good team. I think he's been good um, week to week. And, uh, yeah, he's good. I mean, I think he – you know, Connor had a bad week last week. Um, he should He should bounce back. Leonard Fournette looks healthy. That's a lot of points. Anthony Miller seems to be – getting better and better. Um, I do I, – Eric Ebron has been completely touchdown dependent, which would scare me. I, I read a stat that said this past week he was in on 44 plays for Indianapolis and ran zero pass routes. Um, that's definitely not what you want starting at your tight end. Um, but I don't think he really has um, – he did not really have a better option to play. Um, I guess he could play one of his wide receivers, maybe Tyrell Williams or Willie Snead, but um, I guess I would probably bet on the on the one touchdown, hopefully coming from Ebron over that. So, yeah, I'm looking at this matchup, and and overall, I think
0: you know Ben has actually guys that I think have a a better opportunity to score a lot of points as individual players um, compared to what their projection is. But at the same time, I think. Campbell can consistently out of all these guys score a little bit higher than his projections. Um, you know, Connors at Denver. Denver is struggling this year. Uh, I don't know what's going on with their offense. I know that uh, looking at it, uh, my guy. Uh, oh, it
2: was what good that they beat the Chargers, though. Who I
0: have on my team that's from Denver? Why is this – why can I not remember his name? Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. There we go. Uh, he has not looked nearly the same since Demarius Thomas left. Um, and, of course, Demarius Thomas hasn't been able to, to perform much uh, since he's moved on either. Uh, but looking at this matchup, I definitely like the idea of of running backs over receivers, and I think that's what we see in this one. Ben still has Drew Brees, and Drew Brees is playing in New Orleans. And he's playing in Atlanta, who could also – Uh, score a lot of quick points. I don't think we'll see what we saw on Monday night, but we could see another high-scoring game uh, there in uh, the Dome down there in New Orleans. But uh, Drew Brees could score 38 points this week. I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, But I still still like Campbell just a little bit over Benz. So, Sam, what do you think here?
2: So, did did y'all watch that Colts game?
0: No, I I I got the only game I got to watch was that Monday night game. That's the only one I was home for.
2: Well, because Jay was Jay was talking about it like uh, the whole time during that game, they said that Ebron was just in just for mismatch and just to, I guess, like just pretend that he was like in the game so that they could uh, switch up the defense. But I just thought that was like bizarre that he didn't get he got nothing the entire game and he usually like you said gets like he's good for like a touchdown but like I mean I, I don't want to go against I don't want to go I, I can't I can't go for I can't go for Ben he can't go for me <laughs> I can't go for him I figure that's where we're heading so so I mean but I mean Drew Brees is uh, Drew Brees is awesome and he and he has sat on Ben's bench the entire season he played him once and then he played him last week so i mean but the whole time he was sitting there talking about how great drew Brees was and all the while he had philip rivers sitting on his lineup so i don't know it just it was it's just bizarre but i mean i guess i'll we'll never understand each other but i'm gonna I'm going to take uh, my ball sack. Erk. Yeah, I think
0: this one could be close. It's projected close. I think it could be a close one. So, moving on into the last one here, you've got the Getty Hunters at nine and two versus the Nightman at 10 and one. And, uh, Jay, I don't want you to start this out. Give me just a second. Let me pull this thing up. Right now, it's 140 to 114. And looking at of course, I love I love scrolling through Kit's line. I, actually, I hate it for him. Every time you look, there's Le'Veon Bell sitting there with the big out by his name. Uh, Kelsey's on by, so Kit is not going to have a tight end that's going to score worth any kind of crap at all. Um, Olson has had actually a pretty decent average considering the number of games he's played in. So I could see him score nine points, but that's not going to be twenty five. And that man, that's an issue in this league. There's just not enough tight ends. And and right now, it seems like tight ends might be making the difference in all this. We only play one. I don't know how you could do anything different. But, uh, Jay, what do you think about this
1: game? I mean, you know, in the great scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. We're both in the playoffs um, just kind of fighting, jockeying for position. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I I like my team. My prediction is a lot higher. He's still starting Derek Carr. Um, You can't. You can't average 10 to 15 points from your quarterback, I think, and expect to win long-term. Alex Collins and Jordan Howard are basically the same player. They're completely touchdown dependent. Last week he had huge points from Elliott and T.Y. Hilton. I don't think that's sustainable, especially with Hilton. But um, And I'm playing luck this week anyway, so that would offset Hilton having a huge day. So, yeah, I like. I like my team. I think my team is really good. Y'all, I know y'all were trashing Aaron Jones this week, but he's on the rise. He's tore up the last couple weeks. Um, my team's in good shape, and uh, I think I'm just going to keep crushing people. That's my plan. Yeah, as long as New
0: Orleans <laughs> keeps winning, you've got one, two, three guys that are probably going to benefit from that. And uh, so that's a big deal for your lineup. And when the Rams are playing, there you go. There's two more. Uh <laughs> in your lineup. So, five out of your – even possibly a six, if Everett ends up being your tight end every once in a while. Uh, six out of your nine, playing on two of the top offenses in the league. And that's, that's a
1: big deal, I think, for you. But Kit is killing me.
0: How does Kit keep winning with Carr at quarterback?
1: Uh, he's trash. He gets huge. He's, he has been – He's I, I, there used to be a luck rating. Do they still have that, about – how often you win when you got low points? Because I'd love to see it for Kit.
0: Yeah. yeah, it'd be interesting. It would be interesting to know. Um,
1: but I, you know, Howard
0: he was on the down. Collins, I don't know. They've got Oakland, so maybe this week. I don't like Elliott against Washington Redskins, and T. Y. Hilton is probably not going to have his big game against Miami. Hopkins versus Tennessee, Tennessee's defense plays like it can, then that's not a whole lot of potential there. I definitely like you in this one, uh, mainly because the New Orleans playing at home, and that's really <laughs> the best reason I have to pick you in this one. So, I'm going to go with you.
1: Did you already pick yourself? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely picking myself. I'm picking the crush kit. My team's loaded, guys.
2: <laughs> Sam, who
1: you going with here?
2: Yeah, I, 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 it'd be crazy to go against. Not say Jay, so because I mean, there's so many, big, but like you, like Ben was saying um two weeks ago. I mean, Jay, what if you know if New Orleans starts getting to the point where they're they're gonna rest? Oh, I'm def- so are oh, you gonna I'm definitely be scared worried about
1: that? It's a big worry. Yeah, if they get into yeah. the, the season. My only kind of redeeming thing, I believe. I mean, I think Michael. there's still Michael Thomas is still gonna play. I'd imagine early. But it's possible they take him out. Mark Ingram's for sure going to play, um, but my hope is just going to be that whoever I'm playing at that same time, maybe they've got a lot of Rams or Chiefs, and we just kind of offset each other, and I just try to win with my depth, which I think I've got a lot of. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely worried about that being the end of the season. So,
0: and uh, that's what I was going to say. We keep throwing New Orleans out there, but Jay has a lot of Rams
1: on his team too. So uh, yeah.
0: That, that produced a lot. Of also got Adam playing. Thielen.
1: <laughs> I got Andrew Luck. I mean, George Kittle's you, you, been great. Kenny Galladay's been great. Tevin Coleman's solid.
0: I'm just saying, you got you got two teams that might decide to relax a little
1: bit toward the end of the
0: season. You don't have just one in New Orleans. You've got another in the Rams.
1: There's no doubt. I'm worried about it. So I'm, you know, the best we can do is get to the playoffs. You know, I'm not gonna get it and see what happens. So,
0: no, that's exactly right. It's about being there, right? It's about being there. All right, now I want to recap real quick on the games this week. There are a lot of games on Thursday, so don't make sure you check your lineup on Wednesday. Uh, One starts as early as 11.30 on that turkey day. You've got Detroit and Chicago going at 11.30. The Pilgrims and the Indians going at 3.30. And then you got Atlanta and New Orleans at 7.20. So we may know just exactly – uh, whether Jay has won or lost as early as Thursday night, um, so hey guys, that's going to conclude it for our Sam. Hang hang around with me. I think Jay usually heads off because he's got that hour change. But ha- Sam, hang around with me for a minute. Uh, but that'll okay. that'll get our recap. That'll get our matchups, and now we'll go into the local forecast. Unless you want to talk about
1: the Vols for a minute, Jay. Well, I do love the Vols, and I I will say I think. Uh, I think Jeremy Pruitt's got his heading in the right direction. That Missouri loss was bad, but it's when a quarterback comes out and plays that well against our young secondary, um, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do. He, It reminded me of that West Virginia game with Will Greer. Um, and I think when you, the quarterbacks on that level in college, that can put the ball where they want to are really tough to beat, um, especially when you're playing with the inexperienced secondary. So, um, but I'm excited about the future. I think he's got his head in the right direction. So
0: Yeah, that's a good point. That's the exact type of team that Tennessee is gonna struggle with, is a team with a solid quarterback that that is a pocket passer. Yeah. Um, they just they don't have the yeah, they don't, see that. They're, they're they don't still... also
1: they don't have the uh, they don't have the pass rush. So if he gets if he gets time, which he did, he was able to just stand back in there and just kind of throw bullets all over the field. Dude. We're just not going to stop it. So,
0: Now, listen, the pass rush surprises me a little bit. I
1: feel like we've got a little bit better D-line
0: than what showed up in that game, uh, for sure. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like we have a great one, but I thought we had a better one than what showed up at the Missouri game.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But, uh, Sam, I know you'd rather talk about Vanderbilt, so – here we go. The Tennessee Balls at five and six will be playing Vanderbilt, who so is also at five and six at three o'clock. And guys, very important game here. This one will decide who gets to finish at the bottom of the SEC East. So, <laughs> uh, we do want to throw that out there. So, Jay, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, we're gonna going
1: to put Vanderbilt back state. where they belong, back in the cellar where they need to go and stay for the rest of eternity. They can keep having the best academics and be good at freaking. I'm sure they're good at crew or some stupid lacrosse sport or something.
2: Yeah, crew. There's a there's a uh, there's a river around there. They they, probably they do it in all the Cumberland.
1: Snobs over there just built them a whole place just to do crew all the time because they want to be like they they think that, they're as good as those Ivy League schools up there. So
2: <laughs> that makes zero sense. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it really it really does it really does if you really think about it like I don't know
0: where, where are you going with that it's a rich snob well, I
2: mean it's just a rich snob uh, job uh, Sam come on well, I, I mean I mean it just doesn't make it I mean the only reason that, y'all know the only reason I'm a fan is because Big Al's a fan and Charlie's a big fan and Norwood's a big fan so I mean I love Derek Mason even though he didn't shake my hand that one time but I think he's I think he's awesome. I mean, but I mean, like I said, like that's like the it's almost like the scum bowl. It's like who gets to go to a bowl or not, and you know you're playing at Vanderbilt. So what what's their what's their record now against each other uh, pre Dooley? Like
1: since Dooley took over, you mean?
2: Yeah, uh, since he left. Well, since he lost, he got fired on the bus. <laughs> On the way back with his with his orange pants. He got fired. And then now well, how many times did Butch win? Like maybe once? Did he only win once?
1: Here let's see. The last
0: Butch definitely struggled.
1: So oh wow, in the last so Tennessee won in overtime in two thousand eleven, twenty seven to twenty one. Since then Vanderbilt has won four of the last six.
2: Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you got a brand new coach, Pruitt. I mean, Pruitt's great, but you know, he used to be on that show uh, two days, right? Is on that TV. Right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I to go check that out. Uh, I just don't. I don't know. I just feel like I. I Matt knows this. I, I somewhat root for the balls. I I rooted for them whenever they were going on their, you know, their trash can <laughs> tour, and I was just like, I, was, I really I wanted them to succeed because you know, I mean, usually I meet a lot of coaches, and I mean, Butch Jones was nice to me when I met him, so of course he was. But he's a, he's a he's dad gone gone now.
1: Car salesman. I mean, that's his whole thing. You <laughs> <Freaking,
2: laughs> <laughs> an idiot? I do. I, do. I just I. I just feel bad for I, I feel bad for any coach. I just feel like y'all have a real volatile like fan base that just really just doesn't give a coach time to like listen, you know, get his system Bush going. Jones was a straight trash. Yeah. he was
1: the worst coach that's ever been. I th- he was so bad.
2: More yeah. than Dooley. Yeah, he Dooley? was. worse than Dooley Dooley was he better. Was worse than him. Oh. Dooley couldn't recruit. That was his problem. Yeah, he could also wear orange
0: pants. Some sharp orange pants. Uh, I do want to say I went to a coaching clinic one time, and probably the best guy that I went to watch was a guy from Vanderbilt who was talking about their offense. I don't even remember what they were talking about. But he would get into the details, the X's, the O's, the, the mentality of why they do what they do. And I, I really enjoyed the guy from Vanderbilt uh, talking football. Uh, probably an, another one just as awesome was when uh, Tennessee's defensive back coach came. I got to listen to him, but they both, uh, they both did a very good job. Uh, so anyways, that game's at three. If you want to see who will finish at the bottom of the SEC East. Uh, finally, we get into the last one here, the Tennessee Titans versus the Texans. The Titans are five and five, but they beat the Texans last time they played. Did they not? Yep. Yep. And so the Texans are actually at seven and three. So apparently they just like to lose to the Titans and a few others, but that one's a Monday nighter at seven 15. So this is going to be fun. And uh, I have to say if the Titans lose, I'm pretty sure their chances of winning the AFC South is completely eliminated here. And yeah, uh,
2: they'd only be, they'd only be searching for a wild card right after that. I think so. And that would be very hard to come
0: by with six yeah. losses at that point. Extremely. um, But we talked about at the beginning of the year, can they get to nine wins? There's been times where I thought, hey, these Titans are easily going to get to nine wins. And then you watch a game like this last week and you think, how in the world do they have five wins? And so, uh, you know, I'm looking at their schedule. You got the Giants, the Jets, the Jags. They're all at three and seven. So that's some three pretty pitiful teams. And if they could win them all, that would put them at eight wins. And then they would have to beat – the Colts, the Texans or the Redskins. No, that's not Texans isn't right. It'll be the Colts and the Redskins. Of course the Texans this week to finish out yeah. the rest of the schedule. And I'm not sure that they can beat the Redskins. I mean, who knows? They they want the Patriots. But just this week, how do you think they'll do this week?
2: This week? Oh, I I, I don't know. They gotta win. I mean, whenever they played uh whenever they played at Nissan, they were playing with Gabbert. So, I mean, that was like they, – they had to do that, like, a fake punt with uh, Ke- the mayor of Murfreesboro, Kevin Bayard, throwing that, like, touchdown pass off of a fake punt. They had to do so many different things to try to win that game. Plus, you know, I mean, Vrabel came from Houston, but I don't know. It's just I, – I got real, real sad watching that game on uh, Sunday, because when you come off of beating the Patriots, and then, and then I went to that Dallas game, and that Dallas game was fun, plus AT&T is probably one of the coolest stadiums I've ever been to, so I, I, I just don't see them, like, I don't see them beating, Um, the only person I don't, the only team that I don't see them beating, I can see them winning on Monday, but when they get to the very end and they play the Colts, I think they'll lose. But I'm going to say they're going to win out because, I don't know, I can't I can not not say that because I just care about them too much.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I think the Texans are going to beat them. Uh, I'm really hoping a great Titans team shows up. But I think if you look at the season and you look at how the Texans have progressed, it's like they've started to figure each other out. And what's crazy about the Texans is I feel like they have to do that every year. They're kind of like the Steelers. They start off like garbage, and then they kind of come together and and get a little better as the year goes. Um, But uh, I definitely think the Texans will win. Of course, I'm pulling for the Titans. I want to see the Titans win this one and really make that race over there in the AFC South extremely interesting. Jay, you got anything on this one?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think Titans got a shot. I think they played better last. Besides this past week, they I definitely think they've been heading in the right direction. So I just want to call it a blip, and uh, I think they'll get back playing good football this week. So
0: I hope to see it. Um, you know, the, the things like the special teams plays, the the trick plays, the you know the the high the low probability long passes, which we really don't complete those very often. But um, those kind of things get your team going. And so I love to see a team come out and be confident, like Sam said earlier against the Texans with that punt fake, because that's exciting. That makes a team believe when you have something that low probability of of being successful, it makes them believe they can do anything. And so I hope to see that out of the Titans on uh, Monday night. Sam, you got anything else before we get out of here? Uh No. Nothing. Go to, Titans, that's go all Titans. I gotta say. I, I figured I figured you might have a sign off uh for Ben tonight. Oh I,
2: yeah, I got a sign off. Uh I mean, is it gonna be like uh I wonder what I wonder what Chris's name is gonna be <laughs> next year, whoever the champion is. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Ben, I hey, I, I get it. You don't like my team, but I mean, I don't like your team, so that's about all it. Right. <laughs> That's Ma- all
0: I got. Ma- macaroni and stinky cheeks. Uh, Jake macaroni and, and
1: uh, stinky <laughs> cheese. Uh, no, I <laughs> I, enjoyed eggs. it, guys. I look forward to these next few weeks. I think it's going to be a lot of fun fighting for that last spot. So,
0: all right. Appreciate have, y'all being on, and y'all going to
1: have about one more thing. Don't forget Go the ahead. trade deadline will be next week, Wednesday morning, I believe it, five a.m. Central Standard Time. So.
0: Wednesday morning next week. Wow. All right. So guys need to make moves. This is we're running out of time here. Wait.
1: Yeah. Let me make sure. It could be Tuesday morning. Um, Let me make sure because I'm gonna throw this out there and then y'all gonna shoot me. So yeah, it'll be the trade deadline. Sorry, Tuesday, eleven twenty-seven, six a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So. If you got any trades, you can do them um, and get them in, and I'll get them approved. I don't think I'll have to have them approved, just y'all accept it. And if I do, I can I can go back and change it anyway, so it won't matter. So, you're trading. So, as long as they're accepted before that time, whether they go through yeah. or not, we're okay. Yeah, as long as you accept them before 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, that will be 5 a.m. So, ben, Wait, Ben's going to try to.
0: 6 a.m.? I thought you just said 11.27.
1: Eleven twenty
0: seven is the date. Tuesday, eleven twenty 6 So that's the weirdest time <laughs> who sets a deadline eleven twenty seven. All right, so At there five AM Central time. Um, all right, so Tuesday morning, fellas. All right. Enjoyed it and uh hey, we got a good episode and hope everybody listens and enjoys it and comes back next week. But uh for the three P we'll see you next week. See-
2: To the bottom, rustles the pot, but can't quite get to the public.